Hello and welcome to the Supernatural podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello, Jill, and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. And today we are talking about something that we all probably do in some degree or another. In fact, 80% of the population are known to do this. And it is one of the um, most mood-altering drugs that we all consume. And it's caffeine. So we're going to be looking at what caffeine does, how it affects your body, how you can um, overdose on caffeine and some cool facts about coffee and something that we all drink. And um, yeah, so we're just going to crack on, aren't we, Dan? Yeah, so last year we did an episode with Matthew Mitchell just about the speciality coffee in particular. Yeah. We didn't really talk about the caffeine and what it does. So now we're going to kind of dive into the little bit of the chemistry about it, why so many of us drink it, the benefits, the negatives. But yeah, like you said, 80% of all adults consume caffeine daily. And a lot of those, well, some of those probably won't even know that they're consuming it, but they're feeling the effects. So yeah, it's an interesting one because like you say, four to five adults take it. There must be a reason why. Yeah, it is a drug, isn't it? You know, it's like yeah. something that we use that to stimulate our system. Um, so coffee was first recorded about in the year 800 AD, around that time, and it was noticed by goat herders whose goats were very alert and looked like they were dancing whenever they went round and ate around the tree called the, the coffee tree. And then a monk, he started um, brewing the, like, got the beans or the seeds, whatever they are, and um, started to make a drink. And then he realised he'd been awake all night. So that was the, he actually invented the first cup of coffee. And then it's just developed from there, right, Dan? So there's a few processes now that we've got rather than just eating the main beans. Yeah, so when we, when we said there's like 80% of people have caffeine every day, that doesn't necessarily mean it's all coffee drinkers or because it can be in things like tea, chocolate, mm-hmm. soft drinks. There's now energy drinks. You can buy caffeine pills. So there's a reason why we all take it in some form or another. It's because, like you said, the, the those effects, that alertness, you know, we won't yeah. be necessarily dancing around like goats, but um, or staying up all <laughs> I night. I around like a goat when I've had <laughs> a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is a mood-altering drug. And like you said, it's yeah. the most common one in the world. Do you know when people say, like, I, I kind of get going until I've had my morning coffee? Yeah. That, that definitely is a thing, isn't it? Because if you don't have a coffee for, like, the, the 12 hours between the evening and when you're asleep, you've already started to suffer withdrawals by the time you wake up in the morning. That's why it becomes such a habit to wake up. Yeah, it's nice having a hot drink in the morning, but you're probably trying to offset the withdrawal symptoms because it doesn't take long to, it only takes 12, 24 hours to suffer withdrawals. So that morning coffee is an actual thing. People feel as though they need it because they've got like a mild addiction. Mm, interesting. Um, Back in the day as well, they used to mix the, the seeds with fat and create like an energy ball. Yeah, I've heard that before. But there was some tribe used to do it before they went into battle didn't they or something yeah. like that yeah dead interesting isn't it and then also they used to make ferment it and make it into a wine mm, yeah i've heard that as well Can you imagine it's, a coffee it's, wine it's bitter taste though isn't it so i can't yeah, imagine that being too nice see i'm loving cacao at the minute and that's really bitter but mm. like i've kind of reduced the bit like first off i was mixing it with honey but now i can just take it i think you get used to the bitterness it's kind of like your, your tolerance levels change it's um like we spoke about in the alcohol episode a few 
weeks ago as well. Remember the first time you had alcohol when you're a teenager? No one enjoys it. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then somewhere along the line, you just learn, you know, you kind of almost force yourself <laughs> to enjoy Take it. Take the first cigarette as well. Like if you ever smoke the first cigarette. I mean, I remember when you used to experiment back in the day and all your friends were smoking. I nearly, I nearly died and I was like <laughs> and they were all going like oh you'll be all right just keep going but thankfully I didn't keep going because I thought I'm not doing that again but I was like how can you do that like put mm. that into your lungs it's strange isn't it I think it's if it does have like a psychoactive mood altering effect that's probably yeah. forces you to push through and get to the point where it's enjoyable it and then you taste part of it yeah i never yeah. got to the good part of smoking <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I'm thankful for it now <laughs> yeah but there always is a good part isn't there so alcohol obviously at a lower level it does make you feel good it can yeah. relax you you know drops your inhibitions cigarettes definitely relaxes people coffee gives you a boost so yeah you kind of you take the short-term negative for the that long term you know yeah. you get the feeling so why is life so bad that we need all this shit? <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> it's inhuman. Through the day. <laughs> it's inhuman nature, though, isn't it? Just to wake up and like get ourselves going. We need coffee, sugar, tobacco. <laughs> and it's not Alcohol. just like a modern a modern day thing, is it? Like like we said, eight hundred years ago, bloody goat herders got addicted to <laughs> got addicted to it. Um, yeah, and there will be tribes around the, the world who use co- coffee as as. Oh no, like yeah. A, as yeah. a, like a plant-based medicine as well weren't they it's in um, human nature to like experiment and you know experience life isn't it yeah it is it is and it, that's it though dan isn't it it's like how do we experience life like with all these stimulants mm. it's interesting like why why do we need them like i'm going very esoteric now and spiritual about it but why do we need all these stimulants just to get through life i find it very interesting like what's going on in our psyche that we need to do it yeah it's probably it's like escapism yeah because, because you're, you're always on that uh that roller coaster of some sort of buzz mm. like consuming something the coffee or alcohol or even like social media or television yeah people probably i know this myself it can be scary being with your own thoughts for too long and having no stimulation but dealing with that is often the cure to not make you need any alcohol or cigarettes or coffee or something, but it's scary to get through that process of living in your own head for even just a short amount of time. So always stimulate ourselves to, to avoid it. I think I like over the last year, I've been properly going away from all the stimulants Mm. and just like seeing what life is without it. Although I still have a cup of coffee every day, (laughs) 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 but I only have one like you, you only have one, don't you? Yeah. One's enough for me. Yeah, one's enough for me. The recommended daily dose is four cups a day, by the way. So and if any of you out there listening to this are having over four cups, then you are actually overdosing on, on caffeine. So, yeah. Yeah, so four, four cups equates to roughly about 400 milligrams per day. And that's what the recommended daily maximum limit is. And try not to have no more than 200 milligrams in a single serving. So I, I've wrote some statistics down or some measures of things which have caffeine in which we could have every day okay tea which also has caffeine in so a regular cup of tea you would have at home is about 27 milligrams so if you think 400 milligrams is the max daily limit 27 is actually quite low so if you think Um, like 100 in a coffee like mm -hmm. a tea would be a third of that then so yeah so it's relatively low actually three teas equals one coffee yeah so you could have 12 cups of tea a day (laughs) i mean if you go (laughs) to the toilet all the time yeah (laughs) A kind of Red Bull, 
which yeah. a lot of people think, oh, it's so high in caffeine. It's not actually that bad. It's 80 milligrams, but it contains other things like taurine and stuff, which is which are also stimulants. So that's where the buzz comes from. Yeah. Like you say, a regular homebrew coffee is about 100. Mm-hmm. So Red Bull's actually less. A can of Coke is 40 milligrams. Mm. Um, and the next one is so shocking. This is why I actually thought about doing this episode. Because when I go to Costa, I get a flat white. I think I said this on the other episode. And every time I had one, I thought, man, I feel I feel jittery. I feel wired. I feel I've got a buzz going on. Yeah. So I researched it and a Costa flat white has 277 milligrams of caffeine. Wow. So it's like nearly four cans of Red Bull or three no and a half cans jittery. of Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> but why? That's why like nearly it... three cups of coffee, like in one, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't know why it has that much. Um, and then when I did a bit of research, there'd been reports put into the um, UK's toxicology department and stuff like that, because it's just so strong. Wow, <laughs> why would they make it that strong? I don't know, it doesn't taste that strong. It's like you said, it's, you think you'd be able to taste it, but in a, in essence, caffeine is odorless and tasteless as well, so they can put as much oh, as they right. want in. Uh-huh. Um, it's Coffee has flavour, but caffeine doesn't. So yeah, a can of Coke has 40 milligrams, but a Costa Flat White has 270. That's <laughs> unreal, isn't it? It's mental. So yeah, so be careful. Yeah. And you should probably mention about calories as well, because you've got some good oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, calories yeah. and coffee, haven't you? Yeah, so um, an espresso is only one calorie. So one cup of black coffee, sorry, only has one calorie. So like co- coffee in itself isn't calor- in a calorific drink. But you can quickly jack up the calories on your coffee. So if you were to go into Starbucks and order a venti java chip frappuccino, it would contain 88 grams of sugar and 600 calories. So that is more than a McDonald's Big Mac. So just through one coffee, you're having more calories than a, than a McDonald's Big Mac. That is crazy, isn't it? And to be honest, you deserve a slap for even ordering that drink. What was it, what was it called again? <laughs> java frappuccino <laughs> chip thing what's it i'm gonna let me get it again uh, a venti java chip frappuccino i mean i've never ever ordered a frappuccino i don't even know what that means uh, i don't know I'm, it's it's pretty emasculating i must admit going in to order a java <laughs> chip venti frappuccino <laughs> next time we're going let's order we should order one and like video ourselves drinking it so this is like we, we'd probably end up being sick or something <laughs> afterwards but yeah like like you say it's not the the coffee itself is almost zero, yeah. almost zero calories, but adding all the cream and the sugar and then the quantity as well. It's probably a big drink. Yeah. Um, th- does the venti mean extra large or something? It I'm probably sure does. And uh, it, the chip would probably, ins- I don't know, has it got chocolate chips in or something? Yeah, probably. Like, probably got added extras in. I remember, mm. oh God, I remember going to work. I used, obviously, I used, I used to work and go to London a lot. And I remember going with a colleague one day. And I was in early stages of pregnancy. I remember I hadn't told anyone yet. And um, she used to order these massive hot chocolates, you know, with like flakes. And mm. And I remember sitting, it was like six o'clock in the morning. And she was having this like huge thing. And I remember going, and like I had to go and like <laughs> almost vomit in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like morning sickness as well as, but yeah. you don't want to see someone like tucking into one of them like first thing on the morning. That was just like, it was just like covered in cream. Oh, it was horrible. 
it's more those things are more like a dessert than a coffee, aren't they? Because they're yeah. so far away from just having a black coffee for just to get your caffeine fix. It's like yeah. having a banana split. <laughs> you go to work. <laughs> it's like a full on meal <laughs> just uh, in your coffee cup. Mm. But yeah, I know client like some clients of mine will easily drink like six, seven, eight cups of coffee a day. That's like huge, yeah. isn't it? Really, it's dangerous because it's a because your threshold goes up, like your tolerance levels go yeah. up. So you're gonna need more and more. And then if you do eventually get some advice and you tell you to come off coffee the withdrawal symptoms are very real i mean mm-hmm. i've i've suffered withdrawal symptoms from coffee before um, and that's even just off one cup a day but that's all it takes like we said 100 milligrams a day is enough to trigger withdrawals mm-hmm. so you do get you do get headaches irritability depressed mood you find mm-hmm. yourself for me it's the psychological effect of trying to convince myself that i should have a coffee when i know i've made the, the decision <laughs> to come off it so you yeah. have that internel battle with yourself yeah. oh, I, I just hate it for anyone who's having six, seven cups a day, you have to be really careful because the yeah, withdrawals yeah. can be nasty. So, yeah. yeah, so some some tips to come off it is don't go cold turkey. You know, cut down, bridge that gap. Just decrease the amount. Go from six cups to four to two to one. Then jump onto decaf, replace it with tea. Yes, don't don't just go cold turkey because you'll be a horrible person <laughs> to be around as well. Yeah. I had one of my clients, and I think I've told this story on, on here before, but I'll tell it again because it's very relevant. And I was running one of my like seven day program things, you know, as you do. like. And now I always put it as a warning on, on any of the programs. Like if you take, if you drink a lot of caffeine, please do not just go cold turkey. Like mm-hmm. reduce it down like what you've just said. Because she came, everyone was like going, oh yeah, after like a couple of days, you know, like when the sh- sugar, you're coming off sugar, you're coming off alcohol, you're coming off caffeine so there's a lot of things going on there and for the first few days you do feel like shit to be fair and doing any of these programs because you know you get headaches your body's going into different energy systems and all of that kind of stuff but like after day three normally you're starting to perk up a bit because your body's kind of got used to it like got rid of all the stuff crap in your body and you know you're drinking loads of water you feel better you're out exercising moving but she came in and she's one of my private clients and we still laugh about it today because she was like, she came in, she looked like her skin was gray. And this was like on about day four or five. I was like, Oh, just take a little while. I saw her again on day seven. And she was just like, she could hardly lift her head up. Like her eyes, could, she was like this. And I was like, what have you done? And um, she was like, I'm just following your program, like to the letter kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, well, well, what have you done that's so different and she was like well maybe it's the coca-cola I was like well how much did you used to drink (laughs) she was like about six cans a day and 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 the coffee and the tea and all the other stuff and I was like what six cans of coke a day and that was just like she was like yeah 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 just six cans of coke and so she just stopped she'd gone cold turkey on it mm. and I remember talking to one of the my GP clients and I was saying oh my god I think I've, I've broke one of my clients by telling her not to drink coffee <laughs> caffeine anymore and uh, like she was like saying yeah yeah the the withdrawal symptoms from caffeine are as bad as heroin coming off heroin Jeez, and, uh, and she said in fact in heroin it only lasts for two days but in yeah. caffeine it can last for like two weeks so I was like oh my god so I now I always put a big warning sign on because I didn't realize that she actually drank that much like yeah beforehand should have been coming off caffeine and sugar at the same time yeah off but, everything yeah sugar is so, probably more addictive than caffeine so coming off all that sugar yeah and the caffeine that, that double whammy is 
so that was a big lesson learned so yeah Yeah. so now i always say do not go cold turkey on any of those things reduce Mm. them down by half to start with and then half again the next week like do it over like four or five six weeks yeah so that you're gradually reducing it down but she still doesn't drink coke to this day that was about seven years ago so in the end it worked out all right but, yeah um, yeah fair play to her you had to go through like a, a real baptism of fire for that one but yeah <laughs> the withdrawals of it are so real and like like you say she was depressed she was irritated she was like she looked like a wreck oh yeah yeah it was just really bad and as well when you when you bridge that gap between drinking six coffees a day and then you reduce it down to three then to two then to one whenever i've done anything like that in the past you find that you enjoy it more anyway so if you if you go from six coffees to to one over a few weeks you'll find that you really look forward to that one coffee and it's more like a treat and you enjoy it more when it's just a crutch and you depend on it you don't actually enjoy it you do it because you feel you you need it if you hear when people say when they stopped smoking, but then when they when they drunk, they have a couple of cigarettes, and that's like they absolutely love it for those couple yeah. of cigarettes when they drunk. It's because they they're not dependent on it anymore. But yeah, so when you mention about with your client with drinking coke all the time, coke still contains caffeine to this day, mm-hmm. cans of Coca Cola. But the original recipe used to used to use extracts from the cola nut, which contains caffeine naturally. Mm-hmm. They don't use that anymore, but they still put caffeine in. And they say that the, the bitterness of the caffeine counteracts the sweetness of the, the sugar. And it's a taste thing. But really, in my mind, they probably do it because they know that people are going to get a buzz because the caffeine's mm. and then it's going to have the, the, the slight addiction effects. So that's probably the real reason why it's caffeine in Coke and other soft drinks, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So caffeine, we haven't really said what it does to your body. Um, it's a stimulant. Um, so it's actually stimulates your nervous, your central nervous system, um, and it raises your blood pressure and it, it can act like a water pill. So it can like you notice that your kidneys let go of water after a cup of coffee. It acts like, didn't you say it increases peristalsis as well? Yeah. It can like slightly irritate the intestinal lining as well and stimulates peristalsis. So you might find you need to go to the toilet pretty quick after you have your coffee, which is a very common symptom. Yeah, so that's why people have it first thing on a morning, isn't it? To get that kind of like, it's like revving your engines up, yeah, <laughs> getting yeah. everything. It, it's, it has been proven to be really good for memory, for cognition, for just increasing your brain function. So you can see why people want it first thing on a morning just to get started, can't you? Oh, yeah, there's some really good positive effects of caffeine. Um, mm-hmm. It just has to be taken into consideration that you, it can be, you can get addicted, people people's tolerance levels are different but yeah there's mm-hmm. some there's some really good positives it's absorbed about 45 minutes after consuming and it peaks in your blood anywhere from 15 to two hours um it's broken down by the liver and can remain in your bloodstream for one and a half to nine hours so that's why we say like if it's staying in your bloodstream for up to nine hours you don't want that still circulating in your blood when you want to go to sleep for example so that's why you should be really careful about your timing of your coffee so first thing in the morning yeah great up and about but anytime after like i would say one o'clock really in the afternoon do you want to be starting to stimulate your system that much that it's still going to be in your bloodstream when you're trying to get to sleep later on in the night because that's one of the downsides of coffee it Mm. blocks some of your sleep hormones yeah so maybe if you if you like the ritual of having a coffee in the afternoon maybe have a decaf coffee in the afternoon instead yeah. Uh, instead of a regular coffee, because 
yeah, if it's going to be disrupting your sleep, then you're going to wake up suffering the withdrawal symptoms of coming off the coffee for that 12 hours and lack of sleep. You're going to be horrible in the morning. No wonder oh, you're going to be right there, you can't get going. Yeah. So yeah, I started drinking. Go on. I was going to say it's good for coffee sales though. <laughs> it's oh, good yeah, for yeah. business. <laughs> because here's the, the stat that blew me away the most. Go on then. This is just in the UK in 2020. On tea and coffee alone, we spent 3.9 billion. Yikes! Just on tea and coffee. That's that is crazy, just <laughs> nearly four billion pounds <laughs> in one year just on tea and coffee. I mean, Jesus, man! <laughs> Considering a billion is a thousand million pounds, times that by four. <laughs> I know you kind of like you can't really understand the difference between a million and a billion, can you? Like it's they astronomical saying, yeah i know they were saying like if you think of a million as like one day a billion is like 55 years so far away from like a million uh, it's like crazy that is shocking really isn't it that we spend that much money mm. on 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 like i mean we are a nation of tea drinkers aren't we yeah um, but i think it, it goes to show like one that it, it is addictive like it's it's not like heroin or something like that, but it is addictive. You, you can get into it. But two, it feels good. It gives you a buzz. It gets mm-hmm. you going. It can de- definitely be used for a positive. You know, having your yeah. and some of these drinks maybe not the Vendi Frappuccino chocolate chip things, but <laughs> like a a nice coffee from Costa or Starbucks or that. It's really good tasting coffee, so you can see why we would spend that much. Yeah. Um. Some of the things that it can um what's the word like the effects of it we've already spoken about sleep it can really affect your sleep so you need to be really careful about when you're having your coffee um if you suffer from anxiety it might not be such a good thing to to drink coffee because it as we said it's a stimulant it speeds up your heart rate which is a sign of stress so your body will be thinking that it's going into stress so it can increase nervousness same for cardiovascular disease um if you've if you've got any cardiovascular disease speeds up the heart rate so you don't want to be speeding up your heart rate when you've already got um heart problems um weight management some people use caffeine as a weight management there is no evidence that caffeine can help burn the calories but it's that like kind of stimulating effect that mm. would get you up and about so maybe as a it's more of a movement that is is what's evident there um it is it has been proven to be protective against some brain problems People who drink high caffeine have lower risk of Parkinson's disease. It's protective of your brain. Um, asthma, some of the drugs that they give you for asthma are very similar to what uh, caffeine can do for you. It relaxes the smooth muscles in the lungs and opens up the bronchial tubes. So there are some good things about caffeine. I was going to say, like, when I, I was relatively a late drinker of coffee, um, because I only started when Stephen got a fancy coffee machine, so I was probably in my early 40s when I, before I started drinking coffee. And I remember sitting one night and my heart was going really bad. And I was like, mm. well, what's going on with this? And so, of course, you Dr. Google. And like the first thing it says is like coffee can speed up your heart. And I really felt that. I was like, oh, my God, this is like what it's doing. So then yeah. I stopped for a while. But then I've gradually increased it. But like only one cup a day. <laughs> yeah. If you're pregnant, women have to be careful as well with how much coffee they have because they found that... Um, the baby's heartbeat speeds up as well. Ah, uh, right, yeah, yeah. Which is which is normal. Um, yeah. so, just, so just be careful because you can't be having your baby on a 
you know, a Vendi chocolate chip frappuccino <laughs> a couple of times a day. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. Um, and interesting facts here that smoking speeds up absorption of coffee. So if you're a smoker, you will absorb your coffee quicker. But things like oral contraceptives can slow it down. So mm. when you're taking all these like hormones and stuff, you've got to be really careful that like, the effects because um, caffeine as well is known to be in lots of medications, but it can also affect medications effectiveness as well so you've got to make sure you understand what caffeine is doing to your medications because it could send stuff through your system faster mm. that maybe you don't want sent through your system faster so it's um interesting caffeine is also present in a lot of anti-pain medications and it's really good for um, headachey and migraine kind of medications as well yeah interesting when you mentioned the absorption um, so a good way to, so some people, if you drink like a, an espresso, just quick black coffee, it's going to hit your system pretty quick or quicker than if you have it with um, a fat sauce. So mm. Paul yeah. Check was the first person I saw doing this. And apparently he was doing it back in like the late 80s before this whole bulletproof coffee thing was, oh, yeah, was yeah. 20 years later. So, and I think he found out that um, like way back in history, the I think it was people in Eastern Europe were mixing it with yak butter coffee mm -hmm. with yak butter and then that um if you mix it together well enough like we can use a blender today but the caffeine attaches to the fat molecules and then it has a slower release mm -hmm. so you don't get that massive spike of energy and then the crash it's it's like a slow release mm -hmm. so if you can have coffee with um, butter or cream or even maybe some fatty foods you might find it's like a more of an even if if you do suffer with like jitters and, and getting like a real buzz like too much that might give it more of an even uh, like an even energy release throughout the day and you find yeah. that you might not need as much throughout the day as well. And to be honest, if you get some really good quality butter and you mix it up in a blender with coffee, it actually tastes really nice. It's a bit of a faff on, but it's good. Yeah, I went through a phase of drinking bulletproof coffees. Well, mm. It wasn't called bulletproof coffees then when we were doing them. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just called fat coffee or something. <laughs> yeah. And it was just blending your yeah, natural butter with coffee in a Nutribullet. I think I used to do mine in. Yeah, that's what I do, yeah. But the, the the bulletproof thing is just a brand. It they just use um coconut oil and MCT oil, and they just call yeah. it bulletproof, and it's just a good brand. But the Paul's actually had the guy on his podcast who invented the that brand, so he's a clever guy. What was it called? I can't remember his name. Oh, here's a question. Um, I can't remember, but he's he's yeah he's pretty diligent in all his research and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he is, isn't he? Um, so yeah, that like like you say, that's what they used to mix the seeds with fat balls. Yeah, same, yeah, yeah, exactly. Same principle, isn't it? To like put the fat slows the absorption rate down through your body, through your intestines, so you get more of a hit yep. every day. And as well, when you said, you know, when you're saying people use it for fat loss and stuff like that, but doesn't actually yeah. have any fat burning qualities, it could be as well, um, uh, because it's a diuretic, people could probably lose water weight, maybe. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the decrease in the weight, but really it's just stored water. That might be one of the reasons why. And it keeps your these. bowels moving as well. So it's good for. Yeah. So you just kind of keep out in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's in and then out. Uh, um, do you know where the word co coffee comes from? I don't. It, I'm going to tell you. It comes from the Arabic word for wine. Um, so this, so the Arabic word is kwawa, which later became kave in Turkish. And then kofe mm. in Dutch, <laughs> which is where we get the English word for coffee. Ah, right, okay. Coffee yeah. drinkers tend to live longer. Right. Researchers linked moderate consumption with a longer lifespan. Mm. So there you go. 
maybe because people just look forward to that, that coffee in the morning do you look yeah. i look forward to my morning coffee Oh, I do as well. So maybe like people can live longer just slightly because they always have something to look, <laughs> something <laughs> to look, to look forward, forward to. to. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I was in a bad mood this morning because like the gas, I've had a leak fixed under my sink and the gas man came at like right at my coffee time mm. and it was like disrupting me mm. rhythm. My so yeah, it's, rhythm. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> so the fact that it is, it is slightly addictive, I, I think most people can attest that they do feel at addiction level, but if you if you get into like specialty coffee and then you enjoy brew it, it's I enjoy the ritual of having a coffee as well. Yeah. Like some people, like Stephen is he's really into it. I'm probably yeah. not as much, but I'm still into it. But then you're like further down the scale, you're just like drinking it. But there I is a ritual behind it. it as well. Yeah. Oh, so. there is. Like I've got to now grind me beans. <laughs> grind yeah. me beans, put it in the machine, heat me milk. But yeah. So I'm probably quite an aficionado without even realizing it. Yeah, you just I did have a fit the other day or... when I thought I'd put because you know when you buy cacao and you get them in the big blocks. Right. I was like, oh, would if I chop my block up a bit, would I be able to put it in the coffee grinder? And oh, he's like having a straw. No, you're not filtering, <laughs> putting my putting your cacao in my coffee machine. Yeah, it's a coffee machine, not a cacao yeah. machine. But I was yeah. thinking it's the same principle, isn't it, with the cacao into the machine just mm. to make it into a powder. I've never really experimented with cacao, but we'll, we're going to do a podcast soon, aren't we? Because it's your latest. That's my latest thing. Your latest thing, yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. I love <laughs> right. cacao. It's got caffeine in it as well. So it's yeah, a little yeah. bit. That's not too bad. It's not as bad as a cup of coffee, but um, it has got an element of caffeine in. But yeah. I have started to like get quite addicted to cacao now. Oh, addiction levels creeping up. <laughs> and it's all, it's chocolate, isn't it? Chocolate is my like thing. That... Uh, yeah, yeah. I cannot get away from like so it used think, to be red wine, didn't it? Yeah, I got away from red wine. I escaped that one, but now it's it's chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Um, have we got anything else to talk about in the in the caffeine world? So four cups a day is your recommended thing. It can stay in your bloodstream for up to nine hours, so you affects all sorts of things, calories yeah. in it. All that yeah. jazz. And just just be careful, there's pros and cons. Like you said, there's there's a lot of liquid calories in these fancy stuff, but there's some good benefits of caffeine. Just just try to um, it's like everything, everything in moderation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And um, people do use it for like the, the mood boosting, like stimulating effects. There's quite a common thing where people rotate the stimulants. So they might have caffeine for a month, then they might come off caffeine and use um and like you can use things like nicotine that's like a mental booster as well there's like lots of supplements like nootropics so if you want to cycle them you're probably going to always have that buzz and you, your, your tolerance is not going to go too high and um, because if you just drink coffee for your whole life your tolerance will be get pretty high you'll need more and more but if you cycle them you always kind of reset that threshold because recently i've been doing a bit of research on people use things like nicotine patches and stuff to get the get the the mental effects of nicotine right. obviously they don't they don't smoke but nicotine is a, a cognitive booster. You get things like nicotine chewing gum and stuff. Um, so if people do that for a month, then they do caffeine for a month and they do something else for a month and constantly cycle them. And you always get that buzz like you're a beginner or a, you're a, what's it uh, called? Yeah, yeah. Like you're chasing that first time high, your threshold stays low. So that's one to think about as well. I don't, I don't fancy getting on the tobacco. Like it's not. No, it's well, no nicotine. You can have oh, nicotine right. without tobacco. Uh, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. So yeah, caffeine yeah. without the coffee and nicotine without the... Yeah, um, Paul talks about, he takes um, these nicotine supplements, but you don't have to smoke a cigarette to get it because nicotine right. actually has lots of health benefits, but yeah. it's the rest of the nasty stuff in cigarettes, which 
Yeah, you don't is, want. Is naughty, yeah. Oh, okay. Something anyway. to think about. Yeah. But yeah, so stay tuned. We'll probably do an episode on cacao pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested. Ah, yeah, it's good. Earth medicine. That'll definitely yeah. be a fucking hippie episode, I can tell. Uh, now that I'm, like, I'm full on like Earth Mother now, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I passed all my courses this week. Oh, Yay! yeah. Congratulations. I think you should get some sort of a name, you know, like a, like a tribal like Native American, you know, like Chief Black Smoke or something. You should, you should, yeah. you should be getting a name soon. Ah, uh, well, like Green Tree or something like that. Green yeah, Leaf. Wind Warrior or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll have a think about my uh, name. <laughs> my, yeah, tribal name. It's probably there somewhere, you know. I might uh, have to it'll come to you in a breathwork session. In a yeah, when I drink cacao and do breathwork and then I'll be like, yeah, that's my name. Yeah, I think you should do a, a session with Warren. Warren will he'll give you a name. Oh, he'll give me my name, won't he? <laughs> he'll already know. He'll already know. To be honest, he just hasn't <laughs> told you yet. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, listeners, thank you for listening to us. Uh, let us know what you think about the coffee situation. Do you drink too much? Do you not drink it at all? Mm. Yeah, I was. I was like you. I was a relatively late adopter. It wasn't until like my late twenties, mid to late twenties. Mm. Some people get out when they're in the teenage years, so. But yeah, whenever you jump on that roller coaster, it's just tough to get off, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on it now. But you know, one cup a day is for protective yeah, right, yeah. protective purposes, medicinal yeah. purposes, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we are on every Monday. We release new content on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Ask Alexa, Audible. We're everywhere, really. Everywhere you want to listen to a podcast, you can listen to us. Yep, and if you like this episode, remember to like and subscribe. It helps us get the podcast out there. And we'll see you again for another episode pretty soon. Bye.